Oh, hello. Welcome to today's networking event. If everyone could please uh, find their seat, and we'll get started shortly. I greatly would appreciate it. Hi, I'm uh, Justin Bruzo. I offer digital marketing services, and I think your company might be a perfect fit for my services. Can I schedule a quick 15-minute call with you today to see if we have uh, maybe a good opportunity to collaborate? Yeah, thanks. I think I'm all squared away. I appreciate it. Hi, I'm Justin Bruzo. I offer digital marketing services, and I think your company might be a perfect fit for me. Can we schedule a call sorry, today? Man, not, and, not, oh, not, not, I'm sorry. Hi, I'm Justin Bruzo. I offer digital marketing services. I, I think your company might be a perfect fit for me. Can I schedule a quick call with you today, and we can uh, see if there's any opportunities there? Sorry, man. I'm just here with a friend. Oh, I, I understand. I'll, I'll touch back. Hi, I'm Justin Bruzo. I offer digital marketing services. I, I think your company might be a... Sorry, oh, just a server. Okay, sorry. You wouldn't do this in real life. Why? Why are you doing this on LinkedIn? That and more coming up on the marketingandservice.com podcast. Hey, Justin Bruzo here from marketingandservice.com podcast, the podcast to help you build your business by creating incredible customer relationships. If you find value in this episode, please, please, please take a moment to follow or subscribe. And if you want to do me a huge personal favor, leave a five-star review. It means so much to me and it helps keep me motivated. I love to hear from you. So please hit me up on marketingandservice.com Facebook page. Let me know what marketing challenges are you having with your business and what would you love to learn more about? So in this episode, I want to jump into LinkedIn and the people who are trying to close deals on LinkedIn. If you are on a sales team or you're part of a marketing team and you're utilizing LinkedIn to try to fill your funnel, then this episode is just for you. And I have some bad news. You're probably doing it entirely wrong. I knew it wouldn't take long for LinkedIn to become a cesspool of unsolicited spam and connections and messages. And it seems that time has come. I am bombarded with sales messages now on LinkedIn. It usually goes something like this. I find a connection with someone. Uh, they reach out to me and say, I'd like to connect. I see we're in the same industry or something along those lines. And the instant you accept that request, boom, you get a message. Hey, let's schedule a quick call and talk about your business needs. This is an absolutely horrible way to fill a funnel. And I want to actually give some real examples of the messages that I've gotten just in the past few days on LinkedIn. Now, to spare embarrassment, I'll keep people's names out of this, but this message just came in a moment ago. It says, thanks for connecting. We've developed successful digital marketing growth strategies for some of the largest brands in the country, including Walgreens, Under Armour, NBC Universal, and Yeti. Do you have time next week to chat? Does he want to chat about his accomplishments? Does he want me to just call and say, hey, great job working with NBC and Yeti. That must have been really cool. What's he even asking for right here? This is a crazy example of one of these messages that is not really well thought out. Uh, here's another one that I got. This one is actually through InMail. I have a little more respect for the messages that come through InMail, even though most of them are not relevant and don't really do a good job of 
creating a relationship, uh, at least they're paying the premium to basically have the right to spam people on LinkedIn. Uh, but this one says, my team build conversion-focused websites that increase leads and sales. We invest in understanding our clients' needs and their clients' wishes. We've spent the last decade mastering the craft of improving conversion rates. Among some of the websites we've built, you can see this. And it lists out a bunch of websites, and it, of course, ends with, would you like to jump on a quick call and see how we can improve your conversion rates? So again, this is one that uh, I'm not even sure what they were looking at to imply that I have a website that requires an increase in conversion rates. Uh, there was no conversation about whether I was struggling with conversion rates. They just jump right into it. Here's another one. Hi, Justin. We recently launched, leave the name out, a free style guide used by top agencies and creatives. Love your feedback. All right, now this is kind of interesting because I am not an agency owner, uh, so it's a little bit bizarre that I would get a message like this on LinkedIn, which tells me that this person is wasting their time because they haven't spent the time to properly target. Yet another one, and keep in mind, these are all just in the past few days. This one starts with, hi, I'm reaching out because I wanted to chat about your social media needs. I'd love to introduce my company. We're a social media agency, providing measurable results, clear communication, and total budget transparency. Looking forward to connecting. Uh, and then after I accept this request, it immediately says, let me tell you a little bit about my company. We're a full-service organization specializing in content planning, real-time community, and it goes on and on and on with the sales pitch. But the problem with all of this is that when you start a sales process, it's all about building a relationship. It's all about listening. It's about investigating. It's about understanding the needs of the customer that you are trying to serve. And I think what happens here is people get excited and they just start emailing everybody. One of the things that I see all the time are templates that aren't even completed. So it won't even say, hey, Justin, thanks for connecting. It'll say, hey, bracket, insert customer name here, bracket, thanks for connecting. I mean, this is the epitome of sales laziness. And I'm assuming these are salespeople that probably don't have a lot of experience. And I think there's a confluence of factors that lead to this happening. One of them is your job might be to fill the top of a sales funnel, right? If your job is to get these sales leads in the top of the funnel, you will do anything to fill that funnel. But that doesn't mean the leads are good, right? The goal should always be to have solid leads. And the goal should have an understanding of what your customer needs, because how can you pitch the service when you don't even know what your customer has has in need or where they're falling short? Or at least you haven't even offered where I'm falling short. You're just literally saying, I do social media. Okay, do I need social media? Am I lacking in social media? Is there a problem with the approach that I'm taking that you see? Uh, and these are the things that I think are the opportunities where if you're going to go with this strategy, which I don't think you should, but if you're going to do it, take a little time and just do a tiny bit of research. And I think what you're going to find is that time will come back to you tenfold in savings by getting leads that are more qualified. Like in the head of this, when I made the joke about being at a networking event and just walking up to people saying, let's schedule a call for 15 minutes. That's just not something you would ever do in real life. And I don't know why you think it's okay to do it on LinkedIn. It's the same thing. It's just you're cold emailing me, whether you're cold calling or even a cold introduction of your business. It's one thing to sit down at a networking event and say, oh, what do you do? Oh, you own a business that does X, Y, and Z? Oh, great. I, yeah, I own a business that does uh, digital marketing consulting. It's nice to meet you. 
then go home, look at LinkedIn, learn more about that person's company and see if it actually is the appropriate connection. You're basically saying, let me waste your time to see if I can get money from you. Where the strategy should be, I already know that you need my services. Let me tell you why. Uh, That could be a little bit different. Or another thing is, hey, what are these things that you're not doing and why aren't you doing them? And then someone might say, oh, well, you know, of course I should be on social media. I'd love to be on social media, but I I just don't have time. Don't have time to do that. But the problem is you're not going to know that unless you take the time to investigate that prospective customer. Knowing your customer is always critical to success. It's especially critical if you're making a new connection and a new relationship. You need to know your prospect's business. You need to know your prospect's needs and desires. You should at least have a little bit of knowledge about your prospect's industry. I'll give you a perfect example. I have some friends that own a restaurant, and not sometimes. They tell me all the time they get sales calls during a dinner service anywhere on a Thursday, Friday, or Saturday night. Could you imagine being in restaurant sales and calling a restaurant during a dinner service to try to pitch your offering? I mean, that is an example of really, really bad sales technique and someone who has no idea how the restaurant business works. They have no clue. Insane. But this, as I said, doesn't just happen sometimes. All the time they're getting calls. These are people not taking the time to understand the industry and not taking the time to understand the actual prospect. If you knew the industry, you'd know rule number one is do not call a restaurant during a dinner service. You just don't do it. That's the worst time in a day for a owner of a restaurant to do anything. They're tackling food. They're tackling complaints. They've got a toilet that's probably over flooded. They've got a million things going on all at once, and they're trying to make their entire week's revenue on a Saturday night to make it worth it to be open Tuesday, Wednesdays, and, and Thursdays, right? If you have any knowledge of that industry, you know you do not call a restaurant during a dinner service. You just don't. And that's what's happening on LinkedIn, but it's happening millions and millions and millions of times over and over and over again. And my guess is people spend hours and hours and months and days and weeks, and eventually they get somebody. Somebody will bite and they'll say, wow, look at my strategy worked. I just kept grinding and I kept grinding and I kept grinding and I finally got one of my leads. Uh, maybe they book a few phone calls and then it goes nowhere because some people are just polite and they'll book the call even though they have no interest in the service. Uh, And then when you actually try to connect on that call, it'll never even happen. Uh, And again, you might say, wow, I I spent 10,000 messages, but I got 14 phone call leads. I actually completed two calls and I closed one deal. Not Not a bad month. Well, yeah, that is a bad month because I can tell you the top salespeople in any organization are not doing that. The top salespeople, they're either having the people come to them because they've already established themselves as an expert in the field that they're in and people are begging for their help, or they're really looking in and they're trying to build relationships and they're trying to really understand their prospect before they offer anything. So now that I've gone over a lot of things that is really bad I guess we should talk about some things that could possibly make this a little bit better, given the things that we talked about. Of course, the first thing you need to do, if you are in sales, you better offer value out of the gate. You better prove that you know something that I don't know and that you have value and you prove that you have that value. 
You have to do your research. You have to understand that customer. You have to know what they're doing wrong. If you have a digital agency and you want to do social media marketing, wouldn't it make sense to take a moment to look at that person's social media? Take a look at their Facebook. Take a look at their Twitter, their Instagram. Maybe they have a TikTok. See what they have. See what they don't have. Understand all of this before you even try to reach out. And hopefully you find something that's problematic that you can actually make better. You might look and say, oh, wow, this person posts once every three months. But they, they seem to have a pretty good business. They seem to have pretty good sales. Uh, I see on LinkedIn, it looks like they got about 20 employees. So they're, they're not like a, a one-person band here. They're a decent-sized company. Uh, wow, they're really, they're really not doing it on the social end. So now you got to figure out why. Is it because social media is just not a good fit for their industry? Is it because maybe they just don't have time? Uh, maybe the things that they post aren't really that effective, but you think that you could do things with their industry that's far more effective with, with better language and better text and better copy and maybe maybe drive a little more traffic and engagement. But if you know these things up front, now when you have that introduction, it's going to be a little bit different. Now you might want to say, hey, I'm friends with you or I'm reaching out to you because I know you are also friends or connected with this person. All right, so now we talk about the the, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? It, it's really, in my experience, it's like three. There's maybe like three degrees of separation of, of every human being on the planet. If you look at LinkedIn and you look at Facebook, it's amazing how almost everyone is a friend of a friend. You only have to go like two, three. You don't actually have to go the six degrees anymore. I, I feel like two or three degrees is just right, and you're probably going to be able to connect with someone who knows someone you know. So given that you now have this connection, you could start that introduction and say, hey, I know you're friends with uh, XYZ, and uh, I've, I've helped that person in the past with some things. And I, I just wanted to bring to your attention, I, I was taking a look at your social media profiles, and I saw you only had a few posts over the last few months. Uh, just curious as to what's going on, if you're having any struggles there, or if that's intentional, or if that's part of a social media plan. Uh, you know, just want to connect, let me know, and uh, I'd be happy to chit-chat. I always love to know what people are doing with their social media strategies. I don't know if that's an award-winning pitch, but that's a lot better than just a cold call with no insight and nothing. Uh, the next step, if you wanted to take it a little bit further, would be offer the pointers right then and there, right? Maybe you build out a template that discusses the common issues that you are able to overcome. And this makes your life a little bit easier, but still customize it to that person. So now you can say, hey, listen, I, I, I saw you made these, the, these posts a few months ago. Uh, what you should really do is try to make a post once a week or once every two weeks or maybe three times a week. And you should really try to tackle one that's maybe industry specific, one that might be one of the brands you carry or one of the services you provide. And then maybe one that's a testimonial style that'll talk about a customer that you helped out. Uh, you know, that, that's a good way to move forward with the strategy. So now you're giving them the secret. And again, I'm not saying that's the, that's the secret. There are, there's, there's really no secrets there. Uh, but you're giving them the information that they can choose to use or not use. And I think that's another place where a lot of these salespeople that are really digging in on LinkedIn are, are missing out because they're not offering value. They're not offering any insight before they want to sell you the service. And I think when you look at companies and you look at people and you look at thought leaders that have been super successful on social media, they're the ones that give it all away. And what you'll hear over and over and over again is everyone told them it's a really bad idea. You're giving everything away. But the thing is, is everything is already out there. You just assume anything you do, it's already out there. There are no secrets. 
The thing is, though, people will still pay you to do things that they don't want to do. All right. I know how to fix my car. I know how to do it. I, I, I've been toying with cars my whole life. I can do brakes. I can do rotors. I can do a transmission. Uh, I don't want to. I, I just don't want to anymore. It's, it's, I got to get dirty. I got to put the car up on a jack. I pay a mechanic that knows what they're doing, so I don't have to do it. It's not that there's a secret. Now, some people might say, I would love to do this myself, but I just don't know how. Uh, I don't know the secret to, to doing brakes in my car. But I can tell you the answer is out there because every car I've ever had, if you just Google, how do I fix the brakes on such and such, you're going to get the answer. So the thing is with digital marketing, it's the same way. And I'm just using digital marketing as an example here because we're talking about LinkedIn and it seems like most of the things that I get are usually somehow affiliated with digital marketing, whether it's social media or whether it's boosting conversion rates, it's always some variation of them. Another great example is finding a very specific problem like an instant problem. If you're a web developer and you're trying to sell websites like the the person who, who emailed me before that I read, that is an example where show me a problem, point out a problem, like, like hey, you've got a page that is, is, is a dead link. You've got this page and you've got this link and the link is dead. Now, you don't have to sit there and sift through someone's website to see if there's dead links. You can actually, there's, and if you're in that business, you already know this, there's so many tools you can use in two seconds, get a full report of someone's website and where there's problems at. And you've just done something that they haven't done because if they did it, they would know what those problems were and probably would have fixed them by now. So you can quickly run this report and say, hey, here's this free report. I just wanted to give this to you because I, I, I'm a friend with your friend. I see we're connected here on LinkedIn, or maybe we connected a while ago, but I, I happen to be looking at your business, and I ran your website through my tool, and I found you, you know, you've got these three pages that are dead links. You have this page that redirects to something completely different, uh, and you have these three or four other problems. Uh, you should really try to fix these things because they're probably impacting your SEO, and they could be impacting other parts of your business. Thanks a lot. Uh, let me know if you need any help with anything. Again, now you've given them not only identified the problem, but you've also given them the solution to the problem. Now the question is, are they going to say, oh, yeah, I'll fix all these things right away. That was great. Uh, Or are they going to say, geez, I had no idea all these things were going on. I can't believe this person I don't even know is looking out for me. No one else brought this to my attention. Uh, And maybe they'll actually reach out and say, yeah, you know what? I will do the 15-minute call because there's probably a couple other things I, I I could use some help with. But that's just, again, an example of giving value. All of this is about giving value up front. You've done your research. Now you know you are fit. You give a specific problem. You point to a specific fix for that problem. And maybe even offer to help for free on one problem without a pitch. Just say, hey, listen, you know, I I love doing this stuff. I want to help you out. Feel free. If you want me to look into this, I'll do it for completely free. I'll fix that one thing. uh, and, And, you know, just remember me in the future if you ever need anything. And most importantly, since we're talking about all this, I think that LinkedIn and these messages I'm getting, these are all outbound sales strategies. Now, some businesses are big enough that they have a a big inbound marketing world system, (laughs) ecosystem running their business, and they might have a, a whole outbound one. Uh, but I think for most people, it's it's the same. You you might have a, a team that's working both on inbound and outbound sales or one person on inbound, one person on outbound, but you should really focus a lot more 
on those inbound sales strategies, uh, especially on LinkedIn, because there is the opportunity to be the thought leader. There's the opportunity for you to position yourself as the solution to many people's problems. And you would do that by, again, offering tremendous value every time you post. Every time you connect with someone on LinkedIn, offer value. Don't offer services, don't pitch sales, just offer value over and over and over and over again. And I mean, there are people, look at look at Gary V. He's an example of a guy who has made hundreds of millions of dollars by giving it all away. He offers value every step of the way and built a massive audience. People trust him. They know his strategies work because they were either able to do it themselves or they at least knew how to try, but for one reason or another thought it would be better off to just pay his organization to do it for them. So if if he's not a perfect example of what I'm talking about, then I don't know who is. But that is an example of someone who is not sending emails to people or LinkedIn messages saying, hey, I do social media. I can help you out. Do you want to schedule a call for 15 minutes? I can guarantee you he's not doing a lot on the outbound end. He's probably struggling to manage inbound traffic and and route it efficiently to all the different divisions of the types of marketing that he does. But it's a good example of offering great value. Now, I'm sure you were looking for a more specific answer on how to do this and a step-by-step guide. That's not what I'm offering here. And the reason is there's so many different industries. There's so many different levels. Maybe you're pitching to owners. Maybe you're pitching to executives. Maybe you're pitching to a purchasing department or an HR department. Uh, maybe there's multiple layers. Maybe you have a life cycle that, uh, or an acquisition cycle that might be two, three, four months, or maybe even a year from first contact to nurturing a lead over the course of 12 months. There's so many different scenarios, and they all take a nuanced approach. But what I can tell you for certain is if you are just blindly sending connection notices to anyone you can find and then immediately pitching them whatever it is you pitch, you're doing it wrong and you're doing it poorly and it's not helping you. You're wasting a lot of time. You're wasting a lot of money. You're wasting a lot of energy. And if you just took the extra little bit of time to find that nuance, you'd quickly disqualify a lot of leads. And that's the last thing that's going to happen. The last thing is that you'll book that call. You'll get that lead. You'll have someone who's really excited. And then you'll tell them, yeah, it's, it's going to be, you know, $1,500 or $5,000 or $10,000. Just be like, yeah, I don't, I don't have any money. Uh, you know, I, know, I just started my business last week. I, I don't even have a customer yet. Uh, I, I have no funds. Uh, and now you have someone that you got excited that was not, again, not a qualified lead. You never should have connected with them in the first place if that wasn't the market you were going for. But that is something that ultimately will happen. The leads that you do get and even the ones that are pretty warm or solid end up not being qualified because they just can't afford it or they don't have the financial backing. Or maybe there's some other set of circumstances that make them not qualified, but you missed it because you were just trying to jam stuff into the top of your funnel. I get why it happens. I understand it, but I'm telling you, trust me on this one. Take the time. Try it my way. Try it a different way. Try it by offering value up front and let me know how that works for you. Thanks so much for listening. I'd love to connect. You can always find me on LinkedIn. 
I am Justin Veruzzo on LinkedIn. I'm easy to find on LinkedIn. There's no other Justin Veruzzo's out there, so you just can connect with me on LinkedIn, but don't send me a stupid sales message. <laughs> also, of course, on the marketingandservice.com Facebook and Justin at marketingandservice.com. The website is marketingandservice.com. Please leave a review or subscribe or like if you've enjoyed this episode, and I will catch you on the next one.